0: Hello, this is Michael Baltursa, and I'm here to welcome you to another episode of the Psalmcast. This is just a little pet project. Going through the Book of Psalms as part of a sermon series that Thrive Harbor is currently doing on Praying the Psalms. And I'm coming to you in the evening today, and that's actually pretty suited to the psalm that I'm looking at with you. This is Psalm 4, and Psalm 4 has been called an evening psalm, most likely because it has this famous final verse David says, I will lie down and sleep in peace for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. And this is so cool. I think right off the bat of just the huge epidemic of anxiety in our culture, a lot of times leading to insomnia. I actually had a season about six months ago where very unusually for me, I just found myself unable to sleep because precisely of anxiety about various things. And I know that as creatures of body, soul, and spirit, we aren't going to be able to get a good night's sleep simply from having super put together prayer lives. I mean there's there's more dimensions to sleep than than just that. But this psalm is so powerful because what it's getting at is that there is such a thing as having a heart that's at rest in God and and in that comes a peace and a power that really does have practical force against anxiety and and the insomnia that can sometimes go with it. And so, I want to look at just a few things in this psalm. I'm actually not even going to read the whole thing right now, and I'm going to instead just highlight a couple of verses here. The the thing that we find out right off the bat is that this, like many of the psalms, is a psalm where David's in trouble. We don't know exactly why, but in verse one, he prays Answer me when I call to you, O my righteous God. Give me relief from my distress. Be merciful to me and hear my prayer. And so, we don't know exactly why he is in the, 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 the fix that he's in. But in verse two, what he tells us is that his problems at the very least for people problems, and he says that he's distressed because of the non-believers that are surrounding him, um, and and this is an experience that I think I I can I can relate to. You know, I remember a time in high school I was a fairly new Christian for for, for what it's worth, and I was doing a, a summer abroad uh, at a at a study program overseas, and I was one of the few Christians in my little group of American students, and. I just remember how lonely and how bewildering that was, and and one of the things David says here is that the the people who are are around him are, are mocking him. They're mocking his glory, and and I would imagine that he might very well mean by that that you know look, I have chosen to put the full weight of my life in in God and my allegiance to Him and all and everyone else just makes a laughing stock out of that and and i feel alone i feel i feel abandoned you know even for for me um, one thought that i've had in the last couple of weeks as the world right now is ravaged by coronavirus is just how how isolating i think it can feel watching so many of our world leaders try to wrestle with the realities of this situation in a way that leaves no place for a perspective of faith. You know, I'm obviously not saying that every single policy that uh, we've seen various state governments or federal governments implement are necessarily anti-faith or anything like that, but I'm just saying that um, I think we just live in a culture these days where um, I I think we no longer try to problem solve with the gospel at the center. And, and, And I think just in my own heart, I've just felt very um, saddened by that. I think I felt um, as though I'm living in a country where I am a minority um, and where um, Christians and, and people of faith no longer um, feel at home. And so this is, I think, some of what might be raging for for David in this psalm. And then he goes on. In, in the next couple of verses, in verses 3 through 5, David actually begins to talk back to the 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 enemies that are are assaulting him. And what he says here I think has application in our own situations as well. I mean these were psalms that were used in public worship and so their 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 application can be broad. And what I like about this is that if this truly is an evening psalm, I mean I, I think a lot of us would would resonate with the the notion that a lot of times it's at night when your mind really can begin to race. And in these next couple of verses, David talks back. You know, he, he uh, says things that I think we can can speak to our own hearts, especially in an evening kind of situation. as like we're winding down a day and, and wanting to conclude the day by being mentally and emotionally and spiritually rooted in the truth um, of Scripture. And he says a couple of things. So first of all, verse 3, Know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. I love this. I mean, David's essentially praying, like, "Lord, I know that I know that I know whose I am." You know, you may not know a lot of things, especially um, in a time of trial, but what there is one thing that you can know, and that's whose you are—that that God has purchased you and bought you, and that you profoundly belong to Him. And David grounds himself in that. He says another thing in verse four. Uh, And your anger, do not sin. When you are on your bed, search your hearts and be silent. This can speak, I think, of not allowing yourself to dwell on any number of things that might assail you, especially in in the late hours of the evening. Things like resentment, or he mentions anger here particularly. You know, anger usually is, is rooted in circumstances events that have happened in the past. And, and David does not end his day by fixating on the past. He doesn't end his day by fixating on all the things that are, are wrong. Instead of the final verses, he wraps up his day by, in gratitude, remembering how much he has in God. In verse six, he, he plays a little bit of comparison and contrast. And he says, you know, a lot of the people around me are, are lost. They're, they don't have an anchor for their souls because they're asking, who can show us any good? Verse six. You know, in other, other words, who actually has the solution? Who can chart us a course forward? But David says, you, Lord, verse seven, have filled my heart with greater joy than when their grain and new wine abound. You know, in an agricultural society, there were probably few occasions that were more joyful than the harvest. And yet David is saying that there is such a thing as an inner joy that is deeper and more profound than any kind of circumstantial joy. And so David then, in in the final verse of the psalm, reflects on all these things that he's told his heart before he lays himself down to sleep and says, in light of all these things, I will lie down and sleep in peace for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. And so just to conclude, I want to wrap this up by simply offering a prayer based on this psalm. And then I'll let us uh, circle back in uh, the hopefully the next couple of days and we'll continue on through our journey in the psalms. So, Father, right now it, it is the evening and in just a few hours I myself will be doing what David did um, and signing off and going to bed. Father, I pray that you would remind our hearts um, at the end of the day that we belong to you. Father, I pray that no matter how unstable or uncertain we feel, and no matter how many assailing circumstances might seem to surround us, Father, that you would give us a special gratitude for all that we have in Christ, And Father, that our hearts would be able to go to sleep because they're full. And that instead of having to wrestle with this thought and that thought, Lord, that you would grant um, a deep and abundant peace because of how much you have given us in your son, Jesus. I pray all of this in that name. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us and we'll see you in future for more reflections on the Psalms.